Hello, this is Scott Morfitt for Blue Gold Radio, and I am so super thrilled to talk with my guest right now. It is Ani DeFranco. Good morning, Ani. How are you doing? Morning, Scott. I'm good. Real good. Well, I just want to get right into this interview. We are almost after 30 years from the launch of Righteous Babe Records, and I'm listening to your new stuff a ton, and I just hear that same passion and drive that, that you've had since the get-go. What is motivating you? Um, well, first of all, I just got to back up for a second, because when you say the launch of Righteous Babe Records, it just makes me smile, because I think of how I scribbled Righteous Babe Records on my first cassette, and that was the launch. <laughs> there was... There was no there there, you know, there was nothing. Righteous Babe Records was just an idea in my mind of of how to have a career in music without a record company and a big business and all those sort of profit-minded people around me. And, um, yeah, I don't know, almost 30 years later, I still have that idea burning in my brain, you know, that there's a better way to do this society that, you know, that big business and profit motivation is just kind of contradictory so much of the time with art and artists and society and people, the social evolution of our of our society. So, you know, I guess I'm still just trying to throw my little bit of weight on the side of, you know, uh, something else, something higher. <laughs> Well, we're so grateful for that. So thank you for keeping on doing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been a good ride, you know, being independent in music all these years. Um, there's advantages to it. There's disadvantages. But I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it for the world because certainly the path that I've chosen has brought me in contact with so many awesome people, so many teachers, so many, you know, uh, uplifting people doing great work out there. And I, you know, that's made my life richer in ways that, you know, whatever the big label path wouldn't have, I don't think. Well, that, yeah, again, so grateful for that. I, um, I was thinking prior to this interview and really, listening to uh, Justin Vernon debuting on one of your songs. Um, we're in Eau Claire Station, so, you know, that was huge yeah. for us. But I, I'm about the same age as Justin. I'm 37. And I was really thinking about how your music and your just whole message really inspired a lot of 15-year-old kids in, like, cow country, Wisconsin. And we've always, like, that's been really, really special for for us and, and for this region. I, I had a lot of friends from high school when I was talking about this tell me that, how jealous they were of this. But what do you do you feel any connection with the smaller markets or that getting that message out there to, to places that hadn't had it before? Oh, well, yeah, totally. I mean, I, I grew up in Buffalo, New York, you know, so it's not exactly the center of the universe. And, um, I just, I've been traveling all over this country and beyond, you know, for, for all these years. And, and really, 
I mean, I just love it. I just love it. A, finding the common humanity that is really so much bigger than all of our differences. And then B, getting acquainted, you know, with all of the nuances of culture and communities. And, you know, I mean, I still am. America is, of course, very vast. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, getting back to that idea of Righteous Babe that I, I seem to be so known for even as much or more than my art. You know, people know me as Indie Girl USA. And I think that, um, yeah, that's just, I don't know, There's, I think that was really even more powerful than Righteous Babe itself along the way. You know, we were often perceived as being bigger and more muscular than we were, but I think the value was really in that idea of being self-directed, of being free uh, in your art and in your career, and, um, you know, the end of the sort of indentured servitude of artists uh, uh, in the label system and and all of what that the implications of just for everybody else you know not that I'm saying I'm the uh, the leader of some movement I'm just part of of sort of yeah this emancipation of ourselves from these old systems you know I think it just shows how much people everywhere were thinking the same thing that is yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't often get speechless. I do radio for a living, but you're you're just so inspiring to hear talk. So thank you. Oh well, yeah, sweet. That's it's good. We need to we need to inspire our, each other more than ever these days, right? It's like we're we're still here. Exactly. <laughs> we're all still out here doing all of these things, and yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to we need to lift each other up. Agreed. Well, and on that note, I was actually looking at your tour schedule and two of the artists that you've been brought that you that you've been touring with. We've actually been playing both of them on the air. That was um, Gracie and Rachel, who you're previously touring with and Haley Hendricks, who you're who's coming to the State Theater with you. What are you finding in this in this new like scene of musicians coming up? Oh, well, I mean, I wouldn't say that I have my finger on the pulse. Like, you know, I'd love to say I'm the the arbiter of, of musical trends or something, but I do, you know, I get wind, I catch wind even in my, I'm a mother of two now, so, you know, I come off tour and I go deep into kid world and I have no idea what the adults are talking or about or doing, but, um, I do catch wind, you know, of, of young people out there. And yeah, Haley Hendricks, Gracie and Rachel, those are great examples of, you know, people just uh, coming into my awareness and me seeing, ooh, wow, there's a spark there. Let me, I want to see them play, you know, and that's, those, that's my selfish reason for hiring somebody to share the stage with me, you know, so that I get to see them do their thing and feel inspired when it's time for me to go play music. So it's, you know, uh, it works out on both sides. Oh, totally. That is, that's really awesome getting to see the bands you want by having a tour with you. I yeah. love that. Seriously. Otherwise touring is so solitary, really, you know, I mean, it, it, in, in an overarching way, it's like I've been to every single Ani DeFranco concert there ever was. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, 
miss the rest of humanity. I have to find excuses to to go see them. I totally get that. Well, what can fans expect for your show coming here to the State Theater in Eau Claire? Um, well, my my powerhouse trio, my core band is Todd Sikafoos on bass and Taryn Tiggins on drums. Um, just love those guys. Terrence is from New Orleans where I live for the last 15 years. And, um, Todd, I've been working with for about 15 years and, um, he's like my orchestra on legs. Um, and yeah, so it'll be the three of us. And then, yeah, I guess Miss Hendricks opening up the show who I've really, I've never seen play. So I'm super looking forward to seeing her. Oh man, yeah, you and me both. Like she, her music's just been—I have just been loving it lately. She has a song called "Drinking Song." That's probably one of my favorite songs of this year. So I'm stoked yeah, as well. Great. Well, that's awesome. Do you have anything else you'd like to say to our listeners here in Western Wisconsin? I mean, I look forward to coming. I love, I love being out there, and um, you know, just just uh, feeling people feels better than being at home alone yelling at my TV in this <laughs> in this time and place in America. Oh, exactly. Well, that's why I tell everyone they just need to listen to indie radio. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Amen, brother. Well, thank you so much, Adi, and have a fantastic All right. day. All right, cool. You too. Bye, Scott. Bye.